Chapter 2 Four surgical procedures, three months of gruelling rehabilitation, two missing digits, and one prosthetic foot all counted toward the final decision on Luke's future role in the Secret Intelligence Service. He limped through Highgate Cemetery, using a walking stick for support, and peered at the ivy-clad Victorian gravestones on either side of the path. A piece of shrapnel had come within a hair's breadth of making him join the current residence, but he wanted a second chance. Richard Meakin, chief of the SIS, had taken an interest in his case and requested a noon meeting to personally deliver the verdict. The agreed spot, a bench in the historical North London Cemetery, lay a half-mile from Luke's apartment, and the round trip suited his exercise regime. His breath fogged in the chilly winter air, and he gritted his teeth, determined to reach his destination without stopping. Each wince-inducing step reminded him of the personal cost of terrorism and why he had to continue the global fight. Regardless of his injuries, he knew he still retained the skills and experience required to be an effective player. A crow repeatedly cawed from the branch of a naked oak tree, seemingly mocking his efforts as he passed. He ignored it and thought about the two biggest obstacles in the way of active duty, the elephants in the room during Meekin's previous hospital visit. Footage from the embassy gates went viral on social media a day after the attack, scoring over four million potentially career-ending hits before being deleted. The blackouts he had suffered during rehabilitation also disqualified him from handling a weapon, and he was yet to receive an accurate diagnosis. Luke arrived at the bench two minutes before twelve o'clock, grunted down against its faded wooden slats, and gazed at his scarred right hand. His previous service and intense rehab work gave him confidence that the SIS would give him time to recover while the footage faded into obscurity. Footsteps approached from behind a long, sweeping row of mausoleums. Meekin strode around the near corner in his usual purposeful way, dressed in a long black coat and carrying a brown paper bag. A thin smile stretched across his stern, wrinkled features. Luke leaned on his stick to raise himself, straining every sinew to conceal his discomfort. Don't get up on my account, Meekin said. Strange place for a date, sir. It brings back memories, he opened the bag, gave Luke a warm paper cup with a coffee bean on the side, and produced another for himself. I met a Savak agent here, one of our best assets, till the Iranians hung her from a crane. Bloody shame. Don't tell me that's a clumsy analogy for my situation. Not at all. Highgate's local to you, and ideal for a quick chat. Where's your muscle? Waiting at the car. You deserve privacy and the thanks of a grateful nation. Luke lowered his coffee and frowned. Meekin wasn't known for massaging egos, and his words led to an obvious conclusion. If you're here to kick me in the balls, there's no need to gift-wrap your shoe. That's what I like about you. No messing about. You'd go down like a cup of cold sick in Westminster. I'm sure, but we're not here to talk about our dear politicians. Meekin grunted in acknowledgement and sat next to him. The review board recommended a medical discharge, and I rejected it. You're worth more to us than a golden handshake. Appreciate it, sir. I won't let you down. We all know, and it's why I've approved a new role in strategic planning. 
give them the benefit of your experience, help strengthen our operations. I'd rather return to my team. Your days in the field are over. A young female jogger approached, shadowed by an enthusiastic border collie. Luke waited for them to pass while he digested Meekin's last response. The thought of a terrorist and YouTube tag team consigning him to a career as a desk jockey turned his stomach. His grip tightened around the cup. Hot liquid spilled over his hand, causing him to grimace. Meekin reached inside his coat and passed Luke a cotton handkerchief. I know it's hard to take. Think of it as a new beginning. That's it. No appeal. Taking out El Fadi, foiling a plot to blow up Wembley Stadium, stopping an attack on the Thames Barrier, and countless other things I've done mean nothing. Luke took a couple of deep breaths to control his building anger and dried his hand. You can't put me out to graze at thirty years old.